0: As you are already aware, today is Epiphany Sunday. The word epiphany has Greek origins and originally meant appearance or manifestation. The coming of Christ was first revealed to the Jewish world through the shepherds who heard the angels' announcement of the birth of Christ. Through the wise men, Christ was revealed to the Gentile world. We commonly use the word epiphany to describe a revelation or an aha moment. What will be revealed to you during this epiphany season for the next few weeks? I hope that God speaks to you in an aha way in the weeks to come. Most of you know the story of the magi or wise men. you just heard the scripture that was read. They followed the star to find the Christ child. The wise men may have been wise, But there were a lot of things they didn't know. They did not know how long the trip would take. They didn't know how they would be received in a foreign land. They did not know what the king would look like, and they did not know what the trip home would be like. And yet, not knowing any of this, they chose to make the journey. It was a journey of faith, and this, was their greatest gift of all. It wasn't the gold or the frankincense or the myrrh that were the most valuable gifts. The journey was the gift they gave of themselves. These wise men may have walked for hundreds and hundreds of miles, and it might have taken them over two years. They definitely gave of themselves. The gift of oneself was the gift that God gave the world on Christmas. And it's the gift that Jesus has given to each one of us. It was also the gift of the wise men. And that was the gift that made them wise. When the Spirit of God's Son lives in our heart, we become wise. And as a result, we give ourselves in love, as God did on that first Christmas Eve. Someone said, God took the long walk from the heavens down the stairway of the stars to the earth. And Mary and Joseph took the long walk from Nazareth to Bethlehem. The wise men took the long walk to find the Christ child, and Jesus took the long walk from Jerusalem to the cross of Calvary. And the long walk is part of the gift. The long walk's where you give of yourself in love, and that is what Christmas is all about. Dr. J. David Hoke had some excellent insights on this passage of scripture today. First, let me tell you a little bit about him. He was a pastor in New Jersey and died last February at the age of 70. He was a pastor for many years. He preached many sermons. He officiated at many weddings, spoke at many funerals, ministered to the sick and dying, and touched many lives. He was proud to serve as the chaplain of the Philadelphia Eagles for 12 years before he was not able to do so because of health reasons. His sermons were published on the church website, which he himself managed. He did this to help pastors all over the world. And this morning, I am using part of his message about the wise men, which was copyrighted in 1995. What he wrote was meaningful to me, and I hope it will be to you also. Pastor Hoke asked, what can these Magi teach us today? What examples do they give us to live by? And then he gave five characteristics of their wisdom, which will be wise for us to follow. And I'd like to share those five characteristics with you today. The first characteristic is an attitude of expectancy. The wise men expected a king to be born. When they saw that magnificent star, they were filled with anticipation of what they might discover. So they became men on a mission. It was a mission full of hope. They expected to find what they were looking for and even took gifts along with them. They were full of hope. And we need to be full of hope as well and expect that Christ can make a difference in our lives. The second characteristic the wise men exhibited was a willingness to take a risk. They believed that they were right and dropped everything they were doing to follow the star. They were willing to take a risk. Hoke wrote, and when you think about it, risk can be faith in action. Risk is what puts works into faith and he gave the following examples. It's the wise men hitching up their camels and starting across the desert following the star. It's Peter stepping out of the boat to walk on the water. It's Moses being pursued by Pharaoh stretching out his rod to part the Red Sea. It's Abraham lifting the knife to sacrifice his son Isaac Trusting that God would bring the, trusting that God knew what he was doing. It was Joshua marching around the walled city of Jericho, trusting that God would bring the walls down. It was David going forth to face a mighty giant armed only with a sling and some rocks. It's Nehemiah and his men with a trowel in one hand and a sword in the other, rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. It's Daniel walking into the lion's den, refusing to leave off his devotion to God. It's the three Hebrew children being willing to be thrown into the fiery furnace rather than disavow their faith in God. And it was Paul putting his life on the line city after city to be able to share the news of Christ. So often we are afraid to take a risk. But what would our lives be like if no one were willing to take a risk? Risk is putting our faith into action and trusting God to walk with us and work things out according to his will and his purpose in our lives. We enjoy our comfort zones, don't we? It seems so much easier to keep things the way they are. We don't like being stretched. It's uncomfortable. But oh, what God can do with us when we are willing to be stretched by him. He will walk us out of our comfort zones and he will never ever ask us to do more than we are able to do with his help, his strength, and his guidance. When I was asked to come here to Lehman, I had to leave a church that I was part of for 35 years. It was the church where... My husband was also active where our children were raised and where I was active for all of those years, being asked to come here to a church where I did not know anyone. My husband had died. I did not have any family in the area, and my home was my comfort zone. Leaving that church to come here was probably the biggest challenge of my life. And I was praying over the decision. God gave me five very different but distinct messages, one at a time, over the course of several weeks. The first message was, don't be afraid. The second was, follow me, and then take a risk. And then God clearly said, leave your comfort zone. And the last message, which was the most important of all, was when God clearly spoke to my heart and said, I will go with you. I took a risk and answered God's call and I will always be grateful that I am here at Lehman. I have never ever once regretted being here and I'm glad that I was willing to take a risk and I'm so glad God prompted me to do so and called me to be here. A third characteristic that we can learn from the wise men is openness to discovery. They took a risk. They made the journey, and they arrived. They were witnesses of the greatest event in history. They discovered the child who was the king, and they discovered God, the God of the universe, in the body of a little boy. They followed a star and found a savior. The wise men found what they were looking for. And so can we, if we are willing to take a step of faith, if we're willing to venture forth, based on the expectation that God will meet us there, then we will discover the God who can change our lives. The wise men were filled with anticipation. They took the risk, they discovered what they were searching for, and they were wise because they had a heart to worship Jesus. They bowed before this toddler in his home and they worshiped him. It's not enough to know Jesus. We must bow before him and surrender our very lives to him. We see by the wise men's actions what worship truly means. They not only bowed before him, but they gave out of their treasure to him. True worship is giving of yourself, all you are and all you have. And lastly, the wise men were warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod. God was with them, and he gave them instruction, and they obeyed. This is also a key characteristic of wisdom, a determination to obey. We can obey God or we can simply ignore what the Bible teaches us. The only choice which honors God is to be obedient. Obeying God was not an easy choice for the wise men. If they obeyed God, they incurred risking the wrath of Herod. It was Scary. It had to be scary, wondering if Herod was going to come after them and punish them or even kill them because they did not return to him. These wise men who were wise had seen a great light, and they went forth to live in its glory and brightness. And our purpose is to do the same, to love God, to glorify him, and to honor him with all our might. Let us learn from the Magi. They were wise because they followed the star, and they gave up everything for two years to find Christ. Traveling all that time had to be a tremendous sacrifice. They were probably often hungry. They had to be sore from all that walking or riding. And they did all that and never gave up. They didn't have to make the long journey. They could have stayed where they were. They could have avoided the wicked King Herod, but instead they faced trials and temptations and persevered in their mission to find the Messiah. The Gospel of Matthew does not say what happened to them after they returned home. We assume that they made it back home, but what would it have been like returning to their routine? Their journey changed them. They traveled back on different roads. And once you encounter Jesus, your life is never the same again. Epiphany is about God coming to us in ways we would never have predicted on our own. What challenges are we willing to pursue, to seek, follow, and find God in our lives, and to serve others What are we willing to sacrifice? This morning we remember through the sacrament of communion all that Christ gave of himself. What can we give him in return? Perhaps God is working in your heart. Maybe you're yearning for an epiphany, an aha moment of your own. Where is the light of Christ shining in the places where you live work or learn. The best gift we can give our Messiah is to become more and more like Jesus. That is a gift worthy of the King. As you come forward to receive communion this morning on this Epiphany Sunday, remember the sacrifices of the wise men and the ultimate sacrifice that Christ has made for each of us. What a fitting and meaningful way for us to begin a new year by sharing together in Holy Communion. This is the beginning of a new year. This year is a gift of time from God. So how are you going to spend these next 364 days? A new beginning, a chance to do better. But you know what? God doesn't expect us to be perfect. Sometimes we get discouraged because we feel like we just never measure up. We need to remember that God does not look at performance. He doesn't keep a list of who's naughty or who's nice. He doesn't expect us to be perfect. He looks at our heart. So let's surrender our lives to God and allow him to equip us to do what he's calling us to do. God has given us the gift of life and time. Let's use those gifts to love God and to love others. Those two commandments that were the most important to Jesus. Part of loving others is sharing the good news of great joy. Who will you tell? In 2022, who needs to know that they have a Savior? They need to know Jesus Christ. How many times will we seize the opportunity to say to someone, God loves you? How many times will we say, I love you? Let us remember the lessons from the Magi. Have an attitude of expectancy. When things are difficult, don't lose hope. God is working all things out for your good in his perfect time. Be willing to take a risk. Venture forth in faith and put your faith into action. Discover how God wants to use you. Seek him in a spirit of willingness and repentance. Have a heart to worship God Worship him by reading the Bible, by praying, by worshiping, and in every other way you can. Be obedient. Only when we obey the commands of Jesus will we receive the benefits and blessings which are ours in Christ. How can these five lessons that we learned from the Magi help you, like them, give the gift of yourself? the greatest gift that we can give not only to God, but to others. So I hope that you experience an epiphany and help someone else to be able to do the same. May God's grace touch your hearts, and may you grow closer to him in this new year. Amen.